This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, we're off and running. This story, uh, it dominates the news cycle right now, and uh, it was one that uh, kind of caught a lot of people off guard and by surprise. Dramatic new twist in this pair of related cases of serious crime in northern B.C., where there have been uh, a number of homicides, including a young couple who were traveling along the Alaska Highway, uh, a gentleman in his 50s or 60s, and then two individuals were reported missing, an 18- and a 19-year-old from Vancouver Island. Turns out now they're the principal suspects in this case, a triple murder case. Uh, Let's find out if there's a narrative involved here that we can sort of make sense of in the early going. David Perry has joined us on the line. He's Global News Radio's crime and security analyst. David, good to have you back on board. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Isn't this an interesting case? Sure is. You know, as I I wondered, uh, is it possible to uh, early on now establish any kind of narrative here? No, I think uh, the narrative is becoming a lot more clear. I mean, I couldn't say it publicly, but myself and others have been talking about this case since it first broke. And once they found the second body, and or sorry, the third body, and then once they discovered that these two young men were missing and that their vehicle was burned out, the, the flags went up for me that they were likely involved in the in the three homicides. What would lead you to suspect that rather than maybe they were spirited away? Why would you think that? Well, just the pattern of behavior. If you look at what happened with that uh, couple from Australia and the U.S., I mean, they were shot and murdered, and uh, no efforts to clean up a crime scene or to to even hide the bodies whatsoever. Then you've got a third body that's discovered, and it's within a relatively close proximity to the first crime scene, and now enters an entirely new scenario where you've just got two people that are missing, no bodies, and uh, the, the part that really struck me is that the vehicle was burned. There would be, in a case like this, no reason for anybody to burn that vehicle to hide evidence, and that's the reason it was burned, other than the persons responsible for the homicides. So that, that one, to me, was a significant flag. It doesn't mean, as uh, investigators, that we would make that definitive uh, determination, but it, it certainly would, that would be the working theory that now that they've burned their vehicle and disappeared, they're trying to cover their tracks, and and they're on the run. And uh, i got to tell you, John, this is a case, case like this comes around uh, very, very infrequent, and what we have now is two desperate killers who are armed, who have already proven that they're, they're willing to commit homicides to do whatever it is they're doing, including escape. So the public needs to be on high alert, as do the police, because whoever comes in contact with these people next are in grave danger. Well, that's why the police are saying, uh, if you spot them, consider them dangerous, do not approach, take no action, and call 911 immediately. They were last seen in a gray 2011 Toyota RAV4. Uh, Do we draw an inference that maybe they stole this car and potentially from the gentleman who was found dead at the side of the road? Well, I would bet everything that they're in a stolen vehicle, whether it's by the gentleman who was found on the side of the road, which is likely true, and... uh, what the police have to be on high alert for now is uh, wherever it is that they're tracking these two guys is if there are any stolen vehicle reports, if there's any break and enters, especially in cabins and cottage areas, that they have to be on extreme high alert because it's potentially going to be these two guys changing out vehicles, looking for other survival resources, and maybe looking for a place to hunker down and figure out their next moves. They were spotted in northern Saskatchewan, so that's a province and a half removed. Uh, 
gave them enough lead time, I guess, to start heading east. Now, goodness knows where they might be at this time, but uh, what's the protocol in this case? All hands on deck, everybody's on high alert here? All hands on deck. It's a, it's a national investigation now. and I mean, it was in the hands of the RCMP because of the jurisdiction where the first offenses took place, but it's a national investigation. Every and all police services across the country will be <clears throat> alerted and looking for these two people and uh, obviously focusing and following the trail. That's that's how, you know, any investigation where people are on the run, that's how it goes. You, you focus on the, the last known location. You go and you do all of your work there and you keep moving forward until you actually capture them. So my fear is that they might head to the north and head to the woods. And if they do, it's going to be even more complicated and complex to try and find them. But uh, they will find them. There's, there's nowhere they can run. Eventually, they're going to do something that's going to alert the police. And, and uh, we've all seen cases like this before. I've been on them myself where I've hunted people all over, all over North America. And eventually, the trail will end exactly where they are, and they're going to be taken into custody. What is the thing that uh, is most apt to trip them up at this stage? They will continue to commit uh, at least petty crimes to survive. They're going to need uh, they're going to need transportation. They're going to need fuel. They're going to need food and water. They're going to need lodging, and all of the necessities of life. And as they go after that in the most illegal way, usually again through petty thefts, petty crimes, break and enters, all of these kinds of things. That's generally how people like this are caught. They, they you know, it could be a routine call to a cabin in northern Saskatchewan where. Somebody has reported that their cabin was freshly broken into, and the police will do a forensic examination of that crime scene, and they may come up with forensic evidence, including DNA, that could uh, link it to these two individuals. And if it does, they're even closer on their trail. It's just a matter of time. You would think they'd also stand out. In both cases, they're six foot four, 169 pounds. Uh, I mean, you know, it's not totally abnormal, but 6'4", these are rather tall young men. Yeah, it's more it's more likely that both their description and their behavior will alert authorities to, you know, a potential sighting. So the entire country is going to be watching, and the, the media is the biggest piece of this right now. The, the more this is spoken about publicly, the more that the media puts out who these people are and where they were last sighted and what the police are up to, the better. When I was a homicide investigator, I always felt it was more important to get information out to every police uh, resource that you can and to the public through the media because at the end of the day, who cares who arrests them, whether it's the lead investigator in charge of the case or it's somebody doing traffic patrol that has listened and heard about the information and, and they're the one that uh, eventually puts the handcuffs on these two people. It's, it's all about getting them into custody before they cause any more harm. You know, David, before you joined us, uh, we were just talking about whether or not this merits some kind of all-points bulletin uh, akin to an Amber Alert nationwide, given that they're on the lam and spotted in Saskatchewan, as I say, at least a province and a half removed. Uh, would that make sense to you? It, it absolutely does. And, and the, right now, the, the best uh, forum for that is, as I said, through the media. And this is being blasted out through the media. And, of course, there are alerts going out to every police service across Canada. And I want you to think about it. They've killed... Uh, three people allegedly, and for a police officer to, you know, accidentally even stumble across them at a, you know, let's say at a gas station, or their vehicle breaks down, or they're committing a petty crime and and, and not knowing that uh, they're they're potentially wanted for three homicides, uh, it's an extremely high risk situation. So the alert has gone out. We'll continue to go out until they're apprehended. 
It could take uh, hours, days, weeks, or months, but sooner or later they're going to be caught. Any other information that you're privy to, including ballistics, uh, type of weapon used, so on and so forth? I haven't heard, but I'm sure the police have all of that, you know, long by now. They, they'll know exactly what firearm was used in, in the homicides. And, um, you know, in all likelihood, desperate people like this, they're not going to try and destroy that particular piece of evidence. They'll probably still have it on them. But, uh, you know, again, these, these two are to be considered armed and dangerous and a real threat to the public and to the police. And so finally, uh, if in the eventuality they're located, I mean, what would a takedown involve here? Well, it depends if it's coordinated or if it's something that just happens. And, you know, there was a case that I worked on years ago where an officer was shot in Toronto and thankfully survived. And the manhunt took us down to Maryland and two uh, state troopers in Maryland stumbled across these two individuals. And next thing you know, these two guys pulled out guns and started shooting at the police and it was just an absolute nightmare. So hopefully that's not the scenario. Hopefully the, the tip will lead the, the police to have time to prepare for a tactical uh, takedown, a tactical arrest with the appropriate trained people there to, to take them in custody. And it's always the hope that nobody gets hurt, including the two suspects. But uh, they, they play a significant part in, in, the, in how that's all going to play out. Which will uh, await with bated breath, obviously, is a story that has everybody in the country now transfixed. David, I appreciate your insights on this one, and uh, we'll see by uh, way of a follow-up exactly uh, how soon we can find these two individuals. Thanks so much for your time. Anytime, of course. My pleasure. You got it. David Perry, Global News Radio's Crime and Security Analyst. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.